the Israeli military is assessing claims made by Hamas um, that the youngest hostage, 10-month-old Kfir Bivas and his mom, were killed. Hamas is claiming that they were killed by an Israeli airstrike. Obviously, whoever kidnaps a baby and a mom, they're responsible for what happens to them, regardless of how they were killed. I'm wondering if any of you want to comment on this awful news. Again, we don't know if it's even true, right? I, I think the family came out with a statement saying that they are looking at the facts and hoping for good news, but that's part of the psychological warfare that Hamas is doing. And going back to Liz's comment about the international lead costs, they need to be the witness. They are the conscious of the international community and need to speak up and be vocal about what they are seeing and calling them out for these types of acts that they are doing. The whole world needs to speak up. We, we don't feel that the international community is, is appalled the way they should be. It's, it's a humanitarian crisis at the highest level and there don't seem to be enough outrage out there. There are over 30 different nationalities being held hostage today. And I think, you know, we've seen the success with the release of some hostages over the past several days. And the U.S. government, Israel, Egypt, Qatar are working together. And I'm really grateful for that. That's how my aunt Aviva, how Abigail have been released. But there's so many other hostages who have not yet been released and time is of the essence. Do any of you think that President Biden is not doing enough? That he needs to be doing more? It's okay if you feel that way. If I had a loved one in captivity, I probably would think that nobody's doing enough. We have heard President Biden expressing uh, the hostages as top priority. But we're still sitting here 54 days later, with eight of us, eight families, still waiting for the loved ones. I think Biden and administration, they do um, more than enough since the uh, first day. Um, but the math shouldn't fool us, which means if every day 10 people being released, it doesn't mean necessarily that the two weeks from now, the remaining 140-something hostages will be out. So that's the main concern. You talked about how you don't think that you're getting enough support from the world. And I'm sure you know that one of the reasons that is, and there are probably many reasons, but one of the reasons that is is because many people in the world think that the IDF's response has killed too many innocent Palestinians. Um, the IDF says they're going after Hamas, and Hamas embeds with the population, and they're not trying to kill civilians but Hamas goes where the population is. That's the reason. Do you think that the IDF should be focusing more, not just the IDF, that Netanyahu should be focusing more on the hostages, getting them out, saving them, and the time for going after Hamas should come later? At the uh, beginning of the conflict, I think the Israeli government was more focused on going after Hamas. I think the fact that the families have come together. We each feel collectively that we have 240 new family members. 
And I think the success of the families being together and being able to unite around the hostage issue and getting the people of Israel behind us has changed the perception of the government of Israel. The hostages have been 54 days somewhere in the dark in Gaza. It is an immediate need. The immediacy of getting these hostages out, a young man like Hirsch, who had his arm blown off, mm. he doesn't have days to wait. Yeah. And so little people, big people, mothers, brothers, young women who we know are not being treated well in Gaza, yeah. they need to get out. Yeah. And so when we talk about it, none of us are talking about this politically. We're talking about it as a human crisis. Yeah. And so for me, the issue of how do we finish with the work of Hamas and getting rid of them, let's put it aside for a second. And let's just focus on getting these 150 folks, people, our family, our relatives out and getting them safe. That should be everyone's priority right now. All I can say is I hope that your loved ones get home soon. And I know for the ones of you that have men being held hostage who are not top priority because women and children and older people are being um, prioritized. And people in the IDF, um, they will be last on the list. And um, I'm so sorry for that. It's time to change this equation, right? Who said that? You know, where, where, where is it coming from? We believe collectively that anybody from any group should be released. There should be a mixed group from now on. Yes, we 100% agree that children, being the sensitive souls that they are, should have been released first. But from now on, there should be a consideration of men and women, old and young, soldiers and civilians. They all should come out. They're all the same. There should be representation of each and every group coming out. What do you want anybody watching right now to know about your loved one? What should somebody who's watched this and is sitting at home afterwards, what should they know about him? Idan is an American kid. He graduated last year from uh, Tenafly High School. He loves parties. He's got tons of friends. He's a professional swimmer. He loves the good life. He's a real foodie. Like, mm. he knows all the restaurants. Like, we've been in concert everywhere. Like, He's doesn't amazing. He doesn't belong it there. Belongs like with us, with the family. As simple as that. Yeah. Tell us about Omer. What, what, what do you want people to know about Omer? Omer is a kind person that when he comes to the room, he just captures everybody's attention just because of his sheer size and, and kindness. And, and, and uh, he loves playing basketball and admires the NBA and the NFL. Just American kid. He, he belongs at home. What about Itai? What do you want us to know about Itai? He's a very talented kid. He sings, he dances, so he's typically the life of the party. Uh, he has been in the Boy Scouts uh, until the age of 18, so he mentors young kids. And maybe the most important part, uh, his, uh, he and his older brother play you know, NBA 2K. So uh, uh, I get my ass whooped by my uh, eldest son, so he needs his youngest younger brother to come back so he could you know, go back and play with him NBA 2K. Emily, tell us about your Uncle Keith. What do you want us to know about him? My Uncle Keith is 
a really gentle, kind father and grandfather. He grew up in North Carolina. That's where I'm from. Um, and family is just everything to him, and he needs to be returned to be with his grandchildren and his wife and his children. I want them all home soon. Thank you for talking to us.